right, what's going on? Welcome to another episode. <clears throat> All right, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Hey Mark, the podcast where I, Mark, get to have open and authentic conversations about things like mental health and self-development. If you don't already know, I recently started a group on WhatsApp. We have daily conversations about things like mental health, self-development, all these different things. We talk about, you know, the struggles that we're going through, you know, maybe currently or in the past and different perspectives that we've learned from these things. Uh, If you want to join a group like this, we also have weekly Zoom calls that just change to Sunday mornings at 7 a.m. So you can link up with us there and have chats and, you know, kind of hear different perspectives, like I said. And if this sounds like a community that you'd like to join, then just reach out to me on Instagram. I'll throw my Instagram at the bottom of the screen here for everybody watching this video. If you're just listening to the podcast version of this, it's at Mark D. Henriksen. I'll put it in the show notes below or wherever the show notes are for you. But... That being said, I just wanted to share with you guys a little conversation that we had in the group this week so that you guys can kind of get a little bit of a, a, you know, I've said this word so many times already, but a new perspective on what the group is actually like. So, so without further ado, let's jump into this week's group call and you guys can hear what these conversations sound like firsthand. Um, boundaries are something that I think uh, I will say that I really like, Alina, that you said that they were, you were talking about um personal boundaries like personal and i think that that's how boundaries should be i don't think that boundaries are supposed to be i think that they're misused and that's why i feel the way i feel about them i think that they're an incredibly useful resource but i just think that people misuse them and it's caused uh the same way that the word victim has been misused and now people don't give help to victims when they're actually victims so like i think that this is one of those words and i think it's something that i just get stuck on but um, like I, I like literally had to sit down and like, think like, okay, what are boundaries? Like what are actual boundaries? And like, I kind of had to think about it in terms of like, um, it's kind of, for me, the way I look at it is, it's kind of like a contingency plan. It's kind of like, uh, because when we look at the world, there's like kind of basically like two types of things. There's things you can control. There's things that you can't control. And that's pretty much it. And Things that are within your control are pretty limited um, in every aspect of life. Like, I mean, you have a lot more control over what you think because your behaviors, your actions, et cetera. But there's a lot of things that are outside of our control, which are pretty obvious, right? So um, I think um, I, I had a couple quotes this, this time around. This is like, uh, I had a couple quotes coming into this. The first one I'm going to share is an Epictetus quote. And I think this might tie into the topic a little bit, but he basically says, uh, first, tell yourself what kind of person you want to be and then do whatever you have to do to do that, basically. Um, He says, like, that this is the case in every single pursuit in life. There's no way to get around this. The, The easiest way to understand it is to look at an artist or the athletic pursuit. Um, First, they pick what they want to do, and then that's all they do right? Like, uh, like Sidney Crosby, if you look at people like that, like starts playing hockey at like five years old and that's all he does. And so like, I'm not saying you have to be like completely disciplined to one task. It's just pick who you want to be and then just do that all the time. Right. And so that ties into boundaries in my eyes, a hundred percent, because everyone wants to think about like boundaries in terms of like what the world should bend to like, Oh, I have a boundary where I don't fucking 
talk to people that disagree with me, or I have a boundary where like, I avoid this thing that triggers me or this place that triggers me or this type of food that triggers me or this beverage that triggers whatever it is, right? Like we always try and think that like boundaries are something that maybe the world should bend to us or kneel over to us. And essentially like, it's almost like the tool that's been misused to create cancel culture. And so I, I just want to stress that there's ways to fuck around with these things and misuse them. That being said, I don't disagree with them. So now that I've gone on my little trash of boundaries and I've gotten that out of the way, we're going to get into like what I actually think is productive and the way that I like to look at boundaries. So when I, the re, the reason I just go off like that is because like, if you go out in nature, like if anyone's ever like gone camping or anything like that, or you go out in nature, you understand that the world doesn't respect your boundaries, right? Like you could have like a campsite set up and you're like, Hey, I really don't like bears, but like, unless you do the proper things to keep bears away, like keep your garbage away, keep whatever away, you know, um, have your camp set up properly, you know, you might get a bear in your campsite. And he's not going to respect, she, he or she's not going to respect your boundaries. Like nature doesn't really think that way. So I think that, um, Cairo, what's up, bro? What's up, man? You were saying how, like, you know, uh, people don't respect boundaries. I think, you know, there is a collective boundary that people respect too much. <laughs> like the collective. So they will, they will, they will, as a collective, you know, as a society, we will have insane boundaries. Like, you know, just straight up you know you can't do this because it'll hurt the rest of us but we don't have is individual boundaries like as an individual as you have needs and whatever and we don't respect those right that's yeah, what i'm that, saying <laughs> yeah dude no 100 percent. that's what i'm saying as well yeah it's, it's, it's the right. word boundary the word boundary gets misused very often yeah. and yeah um, we just have to get rid of the collective man we got to go back to the individual we need to go back to the fundamentals of society which is the one on one the one person well and what i was trying to say is look like um nature, like nature doesn't really care about your boundaries and you can't really what i'm trying to say as well is you can't really that's my nice way of saying that you can't really expect other people to as well because like this this world like um it's just like you're you're kind of as, as much as you're an individual in a collective you're also in a collective of people that you know are doing their own thing so I think of it like as like a, if, if you were to grow up in like a small village and like say like you had to go out and hunt for food. Um, yeah, I did like leave the, the I don't want to use the word boundary because I'm using it in a different context for this analogy, but you leave the confines of your village. Right. And you go out into the forest to go and like look for food. You go out and look for maybe something to hunt or some berries to find whatever like you you would understand in nature like in like in real life like there are things that are outside of your control and inside of your control and mother nature doesn't give a fuck about what kind of boundaries you set so your boundaries are essentially contingency plans right so i want to think i want you guys to kind of like maybe try and think of it like that just for the next little while just like while we're on this call maybe that changes your perspective on it you can go back to thinking however you like after this but that's the way I think about boundaries is it's like kind of like a contingency plan, right? So like, say I'm not, say to use the same example, say I go out and hunt and I go out and look for food, whatever it is. And I set the boundary, like if I see a bear, I'm going to shoot it in the face. 
right? Like that's kind of a more reactive way to kind of set a contingency plan or a boundary for yourself. And like, I can kind of see like Mal, Alina, Ted, you guys are like, kind of like, how the fuck does this relate to my real life? Right? Like that's pretty much the way you're thinking right now. But I like, for me, like I had to think about like in personal times, like, like how does this impact my actual life? Right? Like when, when have I had to set boundaries in the past? Like for me, I've had a huge weakness. Like I was that guy where I couldn't be around people that drank all the time because um, I used to like, if you haven't noticed anything I do, I do full throttle. Like that's just the way, the way that I am when I do anything, I'm full throttle. And so for me, like a lot of the times, you know, when I would get, you know, drinking or doing drugs or anything like that, like it was like, we're, we're going pedal to the metal. Like I don't really have that. And so a lot of the times, like you hear about people that live their life that, you know, they, maybe they're that person where they party hard and then they become sober. They start to preach that like everyone else should be on that. And they can't kind of hang out with other people that are like that. They're like, Hey, I'm not, I don't hang around. And I've even said these things. And I still do sometimes say these things where it's like, I'm not going to hang around this person because all they do is drink and they just do this and that person. And like, you're kind of setting boundaries. And I mean, it's productive, but it's important to understand that you can't change. I guess what I'm trying to say is when you set a boundary on other people, like what you're doing is you're trying to change their actions and their behaviors. And that's not possible. And it's going to be a losing battle every single time. Because if you were to do that in a relationship, like if you were to try to do that with your partner, like, okay, you start telling your partner what to do and then they listen to you, that builds resentment on their end. But if you're telling your partner what to do and then they don't listen to you, that builds resentment on your end, right? So like kind of just the idea of setting boundaries and kind of telling other people what they're allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do and what behaviors they should partake in, like that's where you're going to get into trouble. Because even if they listen to you, it's building resentment. And I think like all of us can understand that conceptually, even though it's hard to understand it literally and apply it into our real lives, it's easy to understand conceptually that you cannot force the world, other people. Hell, like Alina, you know this with your dog that's in the room, like or Miles and Mel, you know this because you guys have dogs. Like You can't force anybody, anything to do something that it doesn't want to do, like you can force it, but it's going to be, it's going to be resentful and it's going to be damaging on that relationship, whether it's your pet, whether it's your partner, whether it's your parents, whatever it is. So for me, like, I kind of have to think of it as like a survival plan. Like your boundaries are your, like your survival plan. It's, it's for when you encounter something that makes you uncomfortable or whatever. It's, it's basically like how you're going to respond. And so like, maybe it's like, Hey, I'm, I, instead of, I don't have conversations with people that think this thing, or I don't have conversations that support this thing. It's like, if I encounter someone that disagrees with me, I'll advance with curiosity. Like that could be your boundary or to like, kind of go back to like, um, you know, maybe your friend that drinks too much. Like you can't tell that person, Hey, I'm not hanging out with you. If you fucking drink, I mean, you can do that, but it's kind of an ultimatum. Right. Like the, the appropriate response in my eyes is to tell yourself, hey, if I'm hanging out with this person and they start to drink, I'm going to let them know how I feel about that and then remove myself from the situation. That's your own personal boundary. Then you're not telling that person, hey, 
I need you to do this, or I need you to stop doing this, or you need to clean your life up. It's never an attack or anything like that. You setting a personal boundary is kind of exactly that. Like, it's like, hey, if I encounter this thing, then X, Y, or Z. Because um, I don't know, I just feel like that's kind of a better way to do it. And I think that a lot of the other thing that I was gonna, that I, that I was gonna say to you guys as well, is like, there's never a reason, like it's never necessary to explain your boundaries either. And that's something that I think that I, I kind of struggle with because I always feel like, uh, I guess, um, yeah, just to open myself up a little bit more, like I always feel like people have to understand me. Like, I always feel like people have to agree with me or they have to think that I'm like, you know, like just in what I do. And so like, if I were to be like, hey, like I have to jump off this call right now because something's happening, I would feel the need to explain that. I guess that's kind of a natural thing, but I just feel a need to explain a lot of things that I do or go through or, and so I just think that's important as well. Like when you're setting boundaries, like you shouldn't feel the need to explain that to somebody unless i mean it's definitely not going to hurt like if it's like your partner or your parent or you want to better that relationship or you want to kind of you know dig deeper or have them understand you a little bit more then it's probably like a lot more appropriate to you well i guess it's going to be a lot easier for them to empathize if you do explain but i just want to say to you guys like you shouldn't feel the need to explain what's up hyro yo that was quite the spiel uh yeah with boundaries man i really you know you don't really have to explain yourself it doesn't have to be right or wrong it just literally has to be you know you don't like it and that's it <laughs> you don't have to, yeah that's it if you feel like you're getting uncomfortable and you don't even have a good reason man like it's just you just don't like it you can be like nope <laughs> don't feel like it man and it's and it comes down for you as an individual, man. And when it, and it doesn't have to be like an extreme case where you have like you have to like the, the collective has like this like boundary thing, you know, they have rules and stuff that can be wrong, too. But it can just come down, you know, just you feeling uncomfortable and being like, yeah, I don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? 100 percent, dude. 100 percent. And if yeah, you, don't you don't set the personal boundaries, then you never know when or how to react. Right exactly man i think boundaries are really important and it's just, and it's part of surviving man like you know you you know yourself you're the best you do what you need to do to get through your day and if something in you know throws you know throws you off the path you gotta be like nope <laughs> yeah yeah well you gotta like uh, like even to draw back on what i was talking about last week like if you don't set personal boundaries man you're gonna have fucking neighbors that are smashing on your fucking ceilings or floors yeah or <laughs> like it's important to set those boundaries because yeah, or you have people, people like take advantage of you man 100 yeah alina i see you got your hand raised what's up um yeah i think um as like a recovering like <laughs> control freak i think the first tendency is to always like try and set boundaries with others but like for me like it comes down to kind of what you were saying about you know not having control over like our environments like there's only so much you can control you can't control the weather you can't control you can only kind of you know a lot of spiritual dudes talk about this but you can only control your reaction to basically what's happening and that can either be you know beneficial to you or or kind of you know um work against you I guess so um oh, Chicago. <laughs> um 
But yeah, um, there's a really good book um, called The Untethered Soul. And it talks about basically, um, yeah, like how little control we have over the world around us. And there's one quote that um, kind of comes out and, and it says like, reality is like too real for most. So we like temper it with the mind, right? We temper it with all these conditions on like, if this changes, then I'll be okay. You know, if the world is peaceful, then I'll be okay. If, if these people respect my boundaries, then I'll be okay. But it shouldn't actually be contingent on those things. Like your superpower is when like, you're like, anything could happen and I'll be okay. Like fucking come at me, bro. Like anything you try, anything that I don't have control over in my like normal world. Like I only have control over, you know, me, myself, my body, my intentions, my own boundaries with myself. And I can't expect the world to um, placate to that. I can't expect the world to um, bend in honor of my boundaries. Cause A, they probably don't know what they are. And B, it's, it's not their job, you know? It's my job to um, own that and, and act in a way or, you know, that honors my boundaries or, or remove myself from situations that, you know, don't honor my boundaries or, or whatever. But um, I used to be this person that was just always trying to control these external circumstances to make sure that I'm okay. And I think the biggest transition, you know, the biggest thing that changed for me is like when I just was like you know what fuck what they do I'm I'm gonna be good no matter what like no matter what the weather and and that's not true of course every day like I'll still wake up and be like fuck this sucks or like whatever but I know that that's on me you know that's my reaction and and that's kind of something that I need to own and and be rooted in in my intentions and and you know, my personal kind of sovereignty in a way. And that's a superpower, right? And that's a practice that you have to tune into that, you know, knowing that the world and the circumstances around you are not probably going to work in your favor. But what are you going to do with that? You know? I love that. I love that uh, you started off by saying that you're recovering control freak. I guess that would make me a struggling control freak. And I, uh, I'm still in the thick of that addiction. I, uh, I love that you said that, but it just reminds me of like two things that when you were saying that, actually, there's two things that you kind of said. Um, and it, uh, well, there was a couple of things that you said that were really awesome, but there was, they reminded me specifically of two things in my head. Um, the first one was like, uh, Bruce Lee has this quote um, where he says basically like pure strength is walking into a room knowing that no man could do you harm. And um, what he's saying, he's obviously talking about like martial arts and defending yourself, but that transpires into every single aspect of life. Like when you walk into a room and understand that there's no threats there, there's nothing that can threaten what you're doing because maybe you've set up your personal boundaries. Maybe you've made yourself formidable enough that nothing could happen that, you know, if you were to be tested, then that would direct you into growing the way that you need to grow, right? Like we talked, like, I think it was like two, three weeks ago, we said the obstacle is the way. We talked about like Ryan Holiday and stoicism and, and how 
the struggles that you face on a daily basis are necessary. Like, it's not just a good thing. It's not just like, good, you're struggling. This is necessary for you to go to the next chapter of your life. This is what's needed. And if this weren't happening, you'd be staying where you're at and you're clearly unhappy there. Right? Like that's kind of the way he thinks about it. But um, I don't know if you guys ever listen to Jocko Willink. Do you guys know who that is? No idea. No? Okay. So Jocko Willink is like an ex-Navy SEAL. He's like one of these, he's one of the coolest motherfuckers on the internet. But he um, he has this thing where he runs a, a company called Echelon Front with him and uh, Leif, this other guy, Jocko and Leif. And there are two ex-Navy SEALs. And they've got a couple good books that I've read. But um, but Jocko has this uh, thing that he always says. Like, he says it in podcasts. He says it in like his books all the time. He says it like whenever someone comes to him with a problem, right? So for example, like say I like come to like any of you guys with an issue. And I'm like, hey, um, you know, Dr. Yaz, I had this issue this week where blah, 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 blah happened. And uh, I'm really struggling now because I looked at my bank account and I saw this amount that I owe or whatever it is, like Jocko or Dr. Jazz or whoever it was would just sit there and reply back, good. And it forces me to kind of look back at not just what I just said and how I said it and how I could have sounded like a victim and, you know, how I'm basically just asking someone to save me from my situation. And it forces me to look back and think, okay, what is the good in this? Why would someone say this is a good situation? Am I gaining a new skill? Am I learning something new? Am I being taught a lesson? Is it uncomfortable? Why is it uncomfortable? Is it physically uncomfortable? Is it emotionally uncomfortable? Is it spiritually uncomfortable? What part of it made me uncomfortable and why? Because that uncomfortability is like, that's fine. It's okay to feel that. But it's not like the world put that on you. It's not like like anyone put that on you. You felt that and there's a reason why. And that needs to be addressed. And until it is, you're going to stay where you're at. And so I just, uh, yeah, no, I just thought about like When you said that, it was interesting that... Um, that's kind of what came up in my head. Like, it's kind of just like you could walk into any room and there's going to be threats. Like there is going to be threats. The world, like you said, like you can't control everything, but it's going to be like, well, how are you going to react to that? And how can you prepare for it? So, yeah, it's like, how can you prepare for it beforehand? And then how are you going to react when it does happen? And that's exactly what setting boundaries is. Like that's perfectly like that literally entails the way that I consider boundaries. And maybe you guys have a different definition of boundaries or a different way to think about them or whatever it could be. But I just, that's the way I think about boundaries is like when I encounter this thing, then this is how I'm going to react. This is how I'm going to behave. This is how I'm going to think. Right. And so this happens to me all the time because I try and plan these things for like when I'm getting get mad. I think like when I feel my fists clench, because like I know the physiological signs of when I start to get mad, when I'm talking to someone or when I'm working or when I'm whatever it is, and I can feel my blood boil, I can see, I can feel my face turn flush, like I can feel like my cheeks get warm. I can like sometimes I'll just look down and I'll just be clenching my fists. Like I'll literally, and I'm like, dude, come on, man. Like 
you're at a conversation with your mother right now. Like, it's like really not appropriate. Like, but for me, like, that's what I have to do is I have to set those boundaries for myself because I know I deal with these problems. So it's like, set the boundary for yourself. What's going to happen? And how are you going to behave appropriately? Like when you feel your fist clench, stop talking no matter what and just breathe. Like, that's what I always have to, like, there's times where, and Teddy can attest to this, there's times where I literally just have to be like, yo, I'll talk to you in five. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I can't do this. Like, like I'm just going to stop talking. Like, that's just like, it, it, I think that that's kind of like, because you can't control other people, but, um, and the other thing, the, the only other thing I really wrote down was kind of, um, like, it's not meant to be an ultimatum. It's not meant to just like fucking crush relationships or like people are allowed to make mistakes. And, and that's where you have to like kind of assess, is it a mistake? Is this something like that happened one time or two times? You know, it happens. Right. And realistically, you've done the same thing. Like I said, like I, the very first thing I started right off by saying is I fucking overstep people's boundaries all the time. But I'm also the first person to tell someone when they overstep my boundaries. Like I'm the I'm the first person. Like, dude, I've I've set the precedent. I've set a boundary. I'm like I don't know where you guys fall, and I'm not telling you guys how to fucking behave or whatever. But I'm not wearing a fucking mask unless it's an appropriate time to wear a mask. I've thought about this and I've set my own boundary. So I work in construction. When I'm smashing drywall and I've got dust flying in my face that's an appropriate time to wear a mask. I'm going to wear it at that point. You know, like I've kind of said, so that's a, an example right there. Like, it's not like an ultimatum. Like It's not like, hey, I'm going to fucking never talk to this kid or go to this place again. Like, it's like, I just set my boundary. And if it's respected, so be it. If it's not, then I'm not fucking going. There. I'm not a victim. I'm not like, it's not like a victim. It's a boundary that I've set for myself. And I'm not, it's not going to deviate. Right. Like that's kind of um, and, 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 and it's about like kind of taking action on those things immediately. Because like Cairo said, you know, as above, so below. Sometimes this happens on a large scale in society. If we don't if we don't correct people when they overstep boundaries, you give someone an inch, they'll take a mile. And, and we you, you see that in society. You see, like I'm sure everyone has experienced that in some sort of a relationship in life. Right. Like boundaries are overstepped. It's not corrected. There's no action taken immediately. And that boundary is continued to have to be danced on. Like, it's literally just like, it's like, it's a, you know, but, um, but that's why it's important to take action immediately. Ira, what's up? Yo, awesome. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you or anyone else. Um, it would be when your boundaries get kind of like overstepped, do you feel like violated? You know what I mean? Like, violent. Like, you almost been like... Uh, yes, but that's not the violated. correct way. Yeah, exactly. Violated. I agree. I do feel that way, but it's not correct. I will say that. It's not correct? You shouldn't feel that way? Yeah, because it's not like that person violated you. It's like your boundary just got overstepped. So be it. Just leave. There's no emotion that needs to be attached to it. You can't expect the world to bend to your boundaries. In fact, you have to assume that it won't. There's mm. It's not a violation. Mm. It's just you've set a boundary, and when you experience that, you fucking have a contingency plan. Like I said, like you, you see the boundary. If this happens, then this is how I'm going to behave. 
so there doesn't have to be an emotional attachment like uh, like this person fucked me over or this person did this thing like it's like no this is your personal boundary they're not obliged yeah. to follow that they don't have any it's not like god came down and was like you have to follow mark's boundary yeah right like you either follow it or i react in my way that i've preset for myself right that's so the way that, I it. that goes down like you know not wanting to be a victim kind of thing so like if you get you know if you your boundaries aren't respected and you know i i personally think if your boundaries are not respected you're violated like you've been violated some you know i disagree some, i don't you know you don't think so I'll explain. I'll explain perfectly. Okay. 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 But let me let me let me finish because um. So if your boundaries are not respected and you get violated, I I'm not gonna crawl up in a ball and be like, oh my god, I'm dying. No, it's more like, okay, I got violated. Um, I am pissed. Dirty word, man. I know it is weird because it's exactly what happens. Bro, it's like you when I walk into a Starbucks and you know I don't want to put on a mask and like put on a mask and then I'm like what and then like it's almost like you're being forced to you have you have you're just you know you're saying no and they're saying screw you what's our way or the highway so you're violated bro you're not (laughs) they have their boundaries and you can choose to respect that and you have your boundaries and they can choose to respect that bro i was listening but but, 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 i'm just sorry let me finish this because by that same argument you're violating everyone in that place by going in there yeah, but that's you know I told you from the collect from the collective you know having a collective boundary you know having okay, a collective so destroy, so the, destroy, okay, destroy the destroy the collective destroy the collective and yeah. say everyone in there has their individual boundary that they want to be around someone that wears a mask by you not wearing a mask by definition you are violating all of them in your definition so what I'm saying is that it's not a violation. It's nobody's violating. That's, that's such a victim way to think. The way to think is that I have a boundary set up. And if someone, you know, the only thing that could be violated is the boundary, not the person. If the boundary is violated, then so be it. But you're not your boundary. The same way that you're not your body, you're not your anything. You're you. Your boundary is separate from you. And if someone violates the boundary, you have a contingency plan set up, but you're choosing to make that boundary. So someone that steps outside that isn't violating you, you've made a choice. Like you've made that choice. Violating you is something that like, is something that you cannot choose, right? Like that's completely different. If someone like comes into your home and does fucked up shit to you, like that's a violation of yourself. But even in that way, there's a stoic, there's a stoic story I could go into that explains even that's not a violation of you because you're not your body. But what I'm trying to say is you can look at it, you can look at it as if you're a victim and you've been violated if you choose. I'm telling you a more appropriate and a better, more positive way to look at the world. So you can leave here and think that however you like. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if you're going to think of it that way, you will be unhappy. So I'm yeah. trying to I'm trying to tell you a better way to think of it that is more uh, appropriate and 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 kind of realistic because there's beautiful ways to think about and and bro like if you want to talk about politics like this is the way that liberals speak all the time of ways that the world should be 
but what I'm trying to speak to you is the way that the world is, right? I'm not trying to paint a pretty picture for you. I'm just telling you the facts of like, people are going to react and behave however they like. The world doesn't give a fuck about later, Elena. I know you had to leave, but... um, Later. The world doesn't really care about your boundaries. The world doesn't care and it never will. And you can't expect anyone to. It's up to you to withhold those things. But, um, and, and you have to think about it. Like, this is what I was going to say in the very beginning. Like, Carolyn, the first thing that she said was a personal, excuse me, a personal boundary. She said, hey, guys, I don't want to talk about this topic. If you guys want to talk about it, so be it. Have fucking fun. But if it happens, I'm going to leave. I'm going to remove myself from the situation. And then we all made the decision at that point to respect the boundary or to violate the boundary. But that was exactly that. She never said, you guys can't fucking force me to say this or you guys can't talk about this yourselves. She said the personal boundary of just, yo, if this happens, I'm going to leave. Like that is a perfect way to set a boundary. Like that, that's, uh, there's nothing else I can say. Is that a hand raise? I can't fucking keep up with this, man. I don't know. Is that a wave? What's up, Caroline? I, I respect you for that, but um. Sorry, I was I was looking through the emojis and I was like trying to figure out which one was the hand raise. I'm like, oh, that's it. I'm like, oh, that's a wave. <laughs> Never mind. Um, <clears throat> yeah, sorry. I've just been sitting here listening to you guys talk about this, and like I agree, kind of on both sides, what you guys are saying. Um when I brought up the, excuse me, when I brought up like the topic of boundaries, like I totally hear what you're saying, Mark. It's like, like you can have boundaries that like you want other people to respect, but if you put it on other people, hopefully I can say this in a way that makes sense. If you put it on other people to like respect your boundaries, then you're kind of like, obviously you want them to respect your boundaries, but you kind of just give your power away you know, and it's, it, you kind of fall into that almost victim, not necessarily, maybe that's the wrong word, but I think maybe you kind of understand what I'm trying to say. So when I think about my boundaries, like, for example, like my boundaries with like my mom, like I always set boundaries with my mom, but my mom, like, she doesn't even know what boundaries are. Like she, if you set a boundary, she'll just find it and dance on it. So even though I still have to set those boundaries with her, I know that the real boundary that I have to really think about and work on is the boundaries that I set with myself. What am I going to accept from other people? Other people are going to do what other people are going to do. And there's nothing that I can do about that. And, you know, trying to, it's like you said, Mark, like trying to force people to do what I want them to do. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And if it does work, it's going to create resentment from somebody and it's going to create a bad situation, but it's more like, what am I going to do when my boundaries are quote unquote violated (laughs) and can I respect my own boundaries? And that's what I often have problems with is respecting my own boundaries because I can be a bit of a, you know, I just want to make people happy. I just want to do the thing that people want me to do. You know, like, you know, I'm not going to dive into this topic, but like getting vaccinated, you know, I did not want to get vaccinated. When I left treatment five years ago, I made a promise to myself that I would never, ever 
let what happened to me in there happen again. And I would never take drugs that doctors wanted me to take if I didn't want to take them. I wasn't going to let the police come and take me based on some doctor's orders. I was not going to let anything like that happen again. And then this vaccine thing happened and I broke that promise to myself. I crossed my own boundaries. And now that I've done it, I have to forgive myself and I have to set another boundary and say, no matter what happens, no matter how hard it gets, I will not take another shot. And I will not let anyone come and take me again. And that's a boundary myself that I have to respect about respecting myself. Um, that's all I had to say. I'm gonna, I, I think that's beautiful. And I think it's, um, I think it's really important. I think you literally just covered better than I could. The last four sentences I had written down, which is where should you set your boundaries for yourself and who has to hold you accountable? Furthermore, what happens when you set a boundary for yourself and then fail to follow through? And remember last week's topic of forgiveness. That was literally the last four sentences I had written down. And uh, you literally covered it in that order. So I, yeah, Carolyn, your, your brain and my brain seem to be in sync with that topic this morning. And uh, last night when I was actually writing a couple ideas down, but that was literally exactly what I wrote down. Uh, even to the T, like literally of just like the forgiveness of um, kind of reacting to the person that hurt you, whether that's yourself or not. Because for me, like I was kind of thinking more along the lines of someone that had broken my trust. But, you know, when, um, when you set a boundary for yourself and then you fail to follow through, like that's a violation of your own trust because it's like you telling yourself something and then acting in the opposite way. But um, again, that, that's why I wrote down the last thing, which is, is to remember last week's topic of forgiveness because forgiveness was a difficult topic for me because I don't think of it as like a forgiving other people. I think of, you know, forgiveness as forgiving myself and that's where I struggle. And I think that's where everyone struggles with it. But um, Dr. Yaz, what's up? Yeah, you guys nailed it. Uh, the only thing that uh, here is a mixed is uh, word violation with, with disrespect. Your boundaries are disrespected, not violated. And don't get me get on semantics, not because I'm a mean person. English is not my mother tongue. But this is where the modern world is going moving forward is that uh, they're getting into the certain things and that the critical race thinking that it's going to ruin us along the way because you are just disrespecting someone is disrespecting your boundaries and you just can sort of you have two things you speak up out of it if they don't change their behaviors you know where is the way up because everything else is conditioning so it's pretty simple actually if you and then <clears throat> the worst part is setting boundaries for yourself and not breaking them up. But the key word that I learned, I did my best when I make a decision in a time that it's giving, right? In the giving time, what you had at that moment, based on your experience and your information and, and 
what are the given circumstances, you make your best decision. And that's your key for forgiveness yourself. And then the same way you start implementing towards the others, because at the end of the day, we do not know what other person is going through. What they're seeing us, it's one thing. What is sitting in their chest is a totally different. Because some people will never open up to you, no matter how close you are, no matter what you have with them. They can be your spouse, they can be your mother, they can be your father, brother, cousin, whatever. Like you got from them what they give it to you. And those are the information that you have and you do the best with those information. If you feel that they need forgiveness, forgive them. But if you feel that they're not contributing to your path, it's pretty simple. You kind of sort of, you set the boundaries technically in a way that you're going to say, you, you know what, at this moment, at this given time, our paths can't go together. Like we are not here. I'm going to divert a little bit because I can see myself going this way and you see yourself going this way. And that's actually respecting everyone's decisions, everyone's, you know, life, everyone's integrity, everyone's sovereignty. No one has a right to, if they start pulling you back, you know, you, you, you are in control. You're always in control. And then it's kind of, so that's, that's the thing. So using violating just because it's a main, main narrative right now, everything is violation. No, there is violation, there is respect, there is violation. It's kind of sort of literally if someone is taking your freedom. They didn't take you your freedom. You you have a power. Oh, you don't, you, you're not gonna serve me because I don't have a mask? Good, thank you. I'm gonna find the business that does not gonna do that to me. Walk the fucking away. Why are you fighting the battles? That's a battle kind of sort of that you're fighting in, in the long run. It's, it's, it's not your battle. Your battle is going to choose them. Then I'm not giving you the money. I'm paying it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And no, it's, sorry. It's, it's kind of sort of one those small thing. And then sitting in that violation mode, oh, they violated me and just keep repeating it constantly, constantly. It's literally puts you in a victimhood. You like that power to keep uh, like talking about it. I'm not like, if I tell you that I'm going through the shit at work right now, it's going to literally, I don't know if I'm going to have a job. Not because it's my fault. It's upstream fault. They can't launch the station. They screwed up a big one. I don't even know what they're going to do with me. But it's going to sort of, I've chosen to kind of sort of leave and come to work every day with a smile again. Kind of sort of, okay, my control, fine. You know, it's upstream shit. You know, it's a corporate business. They have millions, but they don't care about us. We're too small. Oh, we hired you, but we can't launch the station now. Fuck you, you know. But they're not gonna do it. I have two. I have two paths to go. Either I'm gonna bitch about it, or I'm gonna sit and start sending the resumes. Pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. And like Zach and I had a conversation a couple of weeks back, and like that was exactly what I my biggest takeaway from it was with that is because the way he kind of said he said it to me like exactly like you're saying like it's like. It's not like you're a victim of oppression or any of this bullshit. Like you're choosing to take that stance. And so like, it should be something you're proud of. Like it should be like, um, you know, like when you think back to anybody that made a huge difference in the world, right? Like if you want to think about moving from the back of the bus to the front of the bus, if you want to think about, you know, any form of segregation or oppression, like it's like, you make a choice to stand up against what the, you know, quote unquote, collective boundaries are because of your own individual boundaries. 
And then you deal with the consequences of that, regardless of what it is. But you're making the choice to do that. And in fact, the choice wouldn't even be a significant choice if it weren't for those repercussions. Because it wouldn't be a powerful thing to stand up against, you know, whatever it is you're standing up against, if there wasn't the repercussions. It's the repercussions of the choice that make the choice important in the first place. Because people see, oh, there's people willing to deal with this repercussion to stand up for their own boundaries. I don't know if that makes sense for you guys, but it's kind of just what helped me change my mentality around this because uh, I struggled with that for a long time. I was kind of in that victimhood mindset and I realized now that it's a choice that I'm cognitively making. Like I've decided I, this is the choice I want to make and I'm proud of it. So that's kind of, and if anything, like it's kind of like bragging rights at this point. But uh, I will, I will give you guys a couple cool stories because there was a couple cool things that happened to me this week, actually, in terms of like uh, that kind of stuff that might give you guys some hope, but might just make you laugh. I don't know, but now what's up? So that's all we got for today. I just wanted to give you guys a sneak little peek. That's not the entire call, just a little, a little clip from it. If you're interested in joining these calls, seven o'clock on Sunday mornings, like I said, and we have the daily conversations on WhatsApp. So if you want to join in on that, please do message me on Instagram or reach out to me, however you feel like, whatever it could be. If you know me in person, give me a call, give me a text, whatever it is. If you like this podcast, if you like these types of conversations, share the show, help me grow. That's all I got. Thank you so much. Much love and peace out.